Good morning, my fellow Michiganers. Good morning, my fellow Americans. All right, it's going to be a quick live. I know I went very long the other day, did like 36 minutes, um, but this is going to be just a quick live because they continue just to give me content every single day. So first things first, um, our AG, Dana Nessel, came on and said the unlocked petition effort was sleazy, but not illegal, AG says. So the Mean Girls folks are going to be very active um, until November of 2022. They are not going to quit. It is going to be a long, hard fight. But again, I and all of us must just continue to remember to never forget, right? To call the petition sleazy was comical to me because you've just called the over 539,000 signatures that we the people um, came together and got done in 80 days. So again, you know, I wear it as a badge of honor. And that's why when people are asking at the time, when I think we only needed somewhere around 336,000 to get the petition move forward. And when we got that, people were like, let's turn it in, let's start. We knew as an organization at Stand Up Michigan who was supporting Unlock Michigan at the time, that we had to come in way over because they were going to do what they do best is try to unverify all of your hard work. And so, again, this is just another great reason um, and understand to trust the process. So um, I want to get into the article because I got something I want to share. Well, following a seven month investigation into conduct by petition circulators for Unlock Michigan, an organization that seeks to eliminate the governor's emergency power, State Attorney General Dana, Dana Nessel said she will issue, issue excuse me, no criminal charges. OK, why didn't she issue any criminal charges? because there was no criminal activity. The only criminal activity that I found was the two plants that they used to try to destroy the um, petition folks. And that was from the Keep Michigan Safe campaign, who was constantly combating the Unlock campaign with all their emails. Remember all the emails I used to rip up on my lives, you know, telling all the time that they were we were using unscrupulous measures, you know? So the investigation is revealed of a heated political war. It was between Unlock Michigan and Keep Michigan Safe, a group that formed with the sole intent of stopping Unlock Michigan's initiative. You lost, Keep Michigan Safe. We beat you. We, the people, beat you. And we beat you in 80 days, right? One of the fastest citizens petition ever. Nestle said Wednesday that while the investigation revealed unsavory practices and sleazy tactics by petition circulators, Similarly, unethical conduct by witnesses, plants, um, their plants, keep Michigan safe plants to such activities it makes prosecution unattainable, unattainable, excuse me. The investigation found clear evidence of misrepresentations by petition circulators and questionable trainings by people who recruited and supervised paid circulators, but the actions didn't rise to criminal behavior, the attorney general's office said. Do you think if they had any evidence on the people who truly circulated this petition, that they would not enforce the criminal activity, folks. This is just another another example of what the leftists do, right? Saying, yeah, um, there was no criminal activity, but it was sleazy. Dirty bird politicians, folks. Because here is one of the, you know, the Michigan Safe Campaign's plants. This is the guy that I was just talking about. I colored his hair orange because I don't have a color printer. And I wanted to make sure that th this guy doesn't look to me, like he was part of our petition drive. I, I'm just being honest, right? Here are all of your hard work, the 539,000. And what Unlocked Michigan did, which was fantastic, is they took all this guy's 
petitions that he was involved with. So all the people he was supposedly training and everything else. And they boxed up everything that this guy was involved in and they kept it out of the count, which I thought was genius. So unlock Michigan, man, if you were in front of me right now, high five. Okay. Cause when you did this, this was icing on the cake to me. Just absolutely fantastic. The other person that they supposedly planted um, three additional videos reviewed by state investigators depicted an attorney who was also working on behalf of Keep Michigan Safe, approaching a circulator and asking if she could sign her husband's name. In each case, she was told that it would be okay, Nestle said. The operative, the attorney who supports Governor Whitmer, the plant, right? She is an attorney, went from simply recording illegal, illegal conduct to engaging in cr criminal conduct herself. So this plant, the reason she didn't testify, because her butt would have been thrown in jail too, or at least would have been charged. The woman who made the recordings declined to be interviewed by the attorney general's office unless she was offered immunity. And Nestle had concerns that the videos would not be admitted in court during prosecution of the circulators because she was working for Keep Michigan Safe and Governor Whitmer. Dirty bird politicians, folks. Unbelievable. But again, to all of you who circulated that petition, God bless every single one of you. I love you. You guys all, guys and girls, all did a just phenomenal, fantastic job. You should be very proud of yourself. And again, this is just another great example of what we the people can do when we come together for a common goal. Okay, so I know there's a lot of questions about the repeal of 1945 law. Remember, that was what she was going off with her executive orders, right? She was using initially the 76 law in April, but as soon as the legislature stood up and said, we're not extending the state of emergency, she went to the 45 law, which was outdated. And that's what we did as we the people is to get the citizens petition in, to get it in front of the legislature so they could vote and say the 45 law is null and void. You know, you did that. They haven't voted yet, which they will, but it's a win. However, the Michigan Supreme Court ruled in favor of the legislature. And so that is why every executive order um, after April was unconstitutional. So it was like two birds, one stone. But again, I want to point out that doesn't dim down what you all did. You, you should be very, very proud of what you were able to accomplish in such a short amount of time. Again, this allows us to know that what we can do is we the people together when we have a common goal. Now, I know there's a lot of other petitions out there right now. There's a lot of activities, a lot of lawsuits. But I told you all from the beginning, I am focused on 2022. I am focused on making sure that this governor does not get reelected. And I'm going to do everything in my power, everything in my being to make sure that does not happen. And that's what I want to make sure that all of your mindset is this, is that is a 100% guarantee what we can do to make sure that we remove this one from office and then we can restore the checks and balances of this great state and then make sure that no governor can ever, ever do this to us again, especially with weaponizing the health department because your constitutional freedoms, your sacred values and citizens' rights should never, ever be infringed upon regardless of a pandemic. That's what we, we are fighting for. And I know there's a lot of people on here that talk about election integrity and what's going on in the systems that they use for the last election. Look, we have great Americans working on that. And I have faith and confidence that we will have election integrity. Folks, we are awakened now. They are not going to get away with the shenanigans that they did on this last election. So have faith. Your vote will count. So you can't stay home and not vote. And that's what I feel what happened in Georgia with the Senate race.
right? Well, how they got control. A lot of people said my vote's not going to count. So they stayed home. You can't stay home. You must always go and make sure that you vote. Okay. So I want to plant that seed in your mind. We have great Americans like Patrick Kobeck and other people that are working tirelessly on election integrity. They got a year and a half to get that done. And I truly believe that they will. So have faith. Have faith. Don't you ever give up hope. No matter how much the governor hammers down on us, we must never forget. And speaking of our lovely governor, let's talk about what she did. The elitist. This just shows all of us again how out of touch she is with reality. How out of touch she is to the Michigan people. How out of touch she is to the little people, right? Do as I say, not as I do. Rules for thee, not for me. Again, she went on and said that she went and visited her father, who has a disease, who lives in Miami, Florida, right? She responds to criticism over Florida trip. I wasn't partying in Miami. That's not the point. We all want to go visit our parents, our grandparents, our special needs, people who are in facilities, and support them. However, with leadership, when you are a public servant, you must hold yourself to an extremely higher standard. It's like what true service is. True service is not just doing the bare minimal. True service is going far and beyond what's expected of you. And when the governor came on at the end of November and locked down all of us from Thanksgiving, from Christmas, locked down the restaurants, locked down the schools, took away high school athletics, right? And do you remember her saying, Michiganders, we must come together. Michigan, we want to make sure, and I know it's hard, and we're going to sacrifice a lot, but we want to make sure that all of your grandparents are going to be alive next year for you to celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas. So make sure that you stay home, don't go hug your family, and just stay alone during the holidays. And then several weeks after Christmas, we found that she went to inauguration with her two kids, right? So again, do as I say, not as I do. And as spring break came forward, what did she say? Don't travel to spring break. COVID hell's upon us, even though all the southern states are doing a whole heck of a lot better than Michigan right now. So obviously her policies, her draconian measures, her leadership is not working, is being proven. So she has painted herself in a corner and she has nowhere to run. But she continues to run with this narrative, folks. So she said to not go to spring break, to not travel, stay away from Florida, which is funny, which I called out on a live a couple of days ago. You know, if anything, Florida, Alabama and Georgia say, hey, yo, Michigan, you got something going on up there. Stay home. Do not come down here. But they didn't. They welcomed. Right. So, again, she said to stay home. And what happened is one of the staff members that she has, um, who I think was in charge of the vaccine rollout, went down and celebrated spring break with her family. And I think she left a family member home, I think her son who had COVID, and she posted all kinds of photos on Facebook. And lo and behold, those got removed once she got caught, right? And then icing on the cake, well, a, a layer of icing, because Governor Whitmer put on the final layer of icing for us for what she did. Um, the director, the, the Department of Health and Human Services director, Elizabeth Hertel, which the Republicans had a chance to deny her nomination. I still don't understand why they did not do that. However, she went down to Alabama and then Governor Whitmer went on and defended him and said, hey, you know, it's not my job to police and make sure that my staff, you know, stays home. They're, they're, they're entitled to do what they want. However, it is your responsibility as a leader to make sure that your team falls through with what you are saying. OK, then the icing, the final layer of the cake was when she went down to see her dad, which, again, 
There is nothing wrong with wanting to go support your loved ones who is suffering. However, when you're telling everybody to cancel Thanksgiving, cancel Christmas, cancel spring break, do not travel to Florida, and then you go and do it, that shows us how out of touch you are with reality. You are an elitist. You do not understand what we have all been through over the past year, especially over the past year. I have heard thousands, not hundreds, thousands of stories, people crying on my shoulders on how they couldn't see their loved ones in these elderly facilities, how they couldn't say goodbye, how the elderly and the special needs people died alone. I cannot imagine a more horrible way to go than to die in isolation. And that is what she has done over the past year to thousands of Michiganders. I hear the stories. I see the stories. People handwrite me letters and emails, and I talk to these people. And I want to let you all know that throws gasoline on my fire to never, ever give up. I won't give up on you. I will not. But again, I want to point out how out of touch she is to all of us. And so we must continue to push forward all the way to the November 2022 to make sure that she does not get reelected. Again, what she did, it's not wrong. However, it's wrong when you tell all of us to do one thing and you do another. That is what elitists do. That is not what a leader does. Again, with leadership comes a huge amount of responsibility and you must hold yourself to a higher standard. And she refuses. And she truly believed that she did nothing wrong. It's unbelievable. And as long as they continue to give me content, calling all of our hard work sleazy and having Governor Whitmer defend and say, it wasn't like I'm partying. It's not the point. You told all of us to stay home and cancel Thanksgiving and cancel experiences and cancel Christmas. Then you went to the inauguration. Then your staff went and then you went. It's interesting what they feel that they can get away with. So I know this, folks, if they continue to do this, this 2022 election will be a landslide because you can't do the things that they're doing right now because, hey, look, 30, 35 percent. I used to say 40 percent, but I think it's dwindling. 30, 35 percent will always support her, no matter if she hammers down on the lockdown until 2022. However, that's one thing I know as a parent is you don't screw with my kids. And what she did with the mask mandate to these two to four years of age in preschools is hot garbage. And now we're going to have more and more parents that say, you know what? I bought into this in the beginning. You know, flattening the curve made sense. However, now with what she's doing and all the other states aren't doing it, holy cow, down south, other states, south, it's normal. Our, their kids are normal. They're running around playing athletics without masks. And they still continue to push their narrative. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So again, I will not quit. I made a vow to all of you. I truly did. I made a vow to all of you that I would not quit until we restore the checks and balances of our great state. And I thought that was done. I thought my job was done when the state Supreme Court ruled in favor of the legislature. And I said, we did. We won. And the sugar on top was the repeal 1945 law that we, the people, hammered down. But I thought I was done. I thought I could go back to my life. And I played chess. And the governor made one heck of a move that I wasn't expecting. It caught me off guard. And I'm sure it caught a lot of you off guard. And she put us in check by weaponizing the health department. So my job's not done. I made a vow to all of you. And that's one thing you're going to get with me is transparency. 
honesty and integrity. And I will not quit until we restore the checks and balances of our beloved state. So hang in there. We're going to win this fight. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States. One more thing before I go on. FixMichiganNow.com. If you haven't already, make sure you go there. Put in your information. We are going to have a call to action on Wednesday of next week on April 28th. It's very important that you sign up for that. Okay? I know you guys are signing up and you're not getting email. Look, we're building the foundation right now. And then after April 28th, we all, as we the people, are going to build, or excuse me, build the skyscraper of freedom together. So next Wednesday, April 28th, there will be a call to action for all of you. But you must sign up to fixmichigannow.com. Put in your, your email, put in your phone number. If you don't want to give us your phone number, just put in another number, 111111. I do not care. But it's very important that you sign up so we can get our messaging out to all of you because we the people are going to start to get to work. Okay, it's going to take a lot of work. I told you it's going to be an ultra marathon, not a sprint. But look what we're able to accomplish with the repeal 1945. And look what we're going to be able to accomplish in the future. All eyes will be on the state of Michigan. All eyes will be on all of us. This is going to be a very intense election over the next year and a half. But we will show not only Michigan, but America, what it's like being Michigan tough and climbing out of the hole that she threw us all in. And that's one thing I want to make sure that I understand that you all understand that when you climb a hole and we're all in this hole together, you just don't walk away. You reach back and help others up out of that hole. It's not each one teach one. It's each one teach many. And we will get through this together. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States.